One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Well, hello there. And you join us here today to answer the question once and for all, are people who collect Rolex real watch collectors. If you're looking for a tasty watch, check out just below the video. There are a whole bunch there and they are ready for sale. Tom, I see a lot of conversation on the internet about what constitutes a real watch collector. And I also see a lot of criticism levied at people who collect predominantly or even only Rolex as not being true collectors. What is your idea of a true watch collector? Well, I've often struggled with the, the psychology of collecting anyway i don't i don't fully understand it i don't think i have what it takes to be a collector um my extent of collecting is that's a nice looking rock i'll add it to the pile <laughs> um but i don't think that like, i don't actively collect so you allow the collection to define you rather than you it I don't know what the mentality is behind it. Is it a sort of materialistic thing? Is it a preservation thing? Is it just, uh, is it a hoarding thing? Is it, there's the kind of negative connotation. Our watch collectors just hoarders. When collecting goes bad. But, I mean, on paper, a Rolex is a watch. If you have a collection of Rolexes, you, that would be a watch collection, wouldn't it? Would it not? What's, what's, what's your beef with it? Well, to consolidate your incoherent ramblings, Tom, if I may, <laughs> let's look at the uh, English dictionary definition of collector. Uh, sure. Collector, noun. Perhaps unsurprisingly, it is defined as a person who collects things. Mm. Um, it's as simple as that. Do you have a few of something? You're probably a collector. Um, so there's no real motivation for the intent there the emotional factor if you have some if you have gathered them together uh, into a pile it is indeed a collection so with that in mind let's take a look at some of the things people have levied uh, at our rolex collecting compadres and we'll see whether or not those things stop them from being considered true collectors so one of the first things I hear people saying a lot about people who collect Rolex and even from the people who collect them themselves is that they are predominantly for investment, i.e. I choose to buy Rolex watches over any other brand because of the investment potential. That is to say they don't lose money generally and can in fact even make you money um, over the short term if bought at RRP or the long term if bought uh, pre-owned. Do you think buying something a collection of things, collecting them, if you will, for the purpose of gaining money makes you a true watch collector or not? Well, again, that comes down back to the question of the motivation, isn't it? Like, if you are gathering things together, I don't know, it's not like, doesn't feel like an honourable kind of 
reason to collect, does it? It's not like it's not preservation. There's no emotional intent. It's not like museums don't gather dinosaur bones because they might be worth something one day. It's for everyone to enjoy them. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I think I, I don't think the motivation matters really. It's it's you could you could argue if 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 it's just for monetary gain and you don't actually enjoy your collection, you don't wear your watches, you don't appreciate them or admire them. Sure, that's fine, but that could be true of anything. I suppose really. Uh... It's all about whether or not something can be mutually exclusive or not. You can collect for investment, but still enjoy something on other levels as well. So to take your museums as an example, our famous British museums collected uh, the wonders of the world, predominantly because they were worth something, but also we get to enjoy them in the museums too. So, you know, you kind of win some, lose some type of situation, but that doesn't stop it being a collection of historical artifacts. And yeah. I think the same would be true of a collector of Rolex. Um, they can have those watches, still enjoy them and wear them, but pick only those because they know they are going to do well for them in a financial sense. I suppose yeah. when the person is keeping those watches in a safe, never wears any of them, it goes from being someone who collects coins because they like the history of them to someone who has money, doesn't it? Those coins are now just, they are just currency. Yeah, but I guess I would say the from an investment standpoint or from a sort of monetary standpoint, isn't that the most fun to get the most rarest, most valuable one? Look at Beanie Babies. Everyone wanted that Princess Di one because that was rare and expensive. You can still enjoy the fuzzy plushiness, but the more expensive ones is just an added bonus. I think that's true of Rolex collections as well, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the dictionary definition, if you have a collection of Rolex, for whatever reason, you are still a collector. But let's move on to um, another uh, criticism that is thrown away of the Rolex collector, um, that it's a hype brand or a fashion brand, that they are buying into something purely because that's what you do, because everyone else wants one, so I want one too. If you buy Rolex specifically above everything else because it's the popular one, does that make you a true watch collector or are you just buying into hype? If that's your angle, that's fine. But I kind of feel like, I, I don't know. I, I think if you are going to that much trouble to collect, you've got to have a, a better reason than that, surely. Like, I don't know. It's, it is a, a, an emotional investment, a financial investment. I think collecting is a battle between your head and your heart. Do I, do I take it out of the box and appreciate it? Or do I leave it in mint? You know, there's all those problems. <laughs> so if you're only doing it because that's the most popular one and you don't actually have any kind of strong kind of emotional attachment to it, yeah, that seems a bit odd to me. I suppose as well, if it is something that is fashionable or is hyped, it's because it has a lot of popularity around it. It's hard to go wrong when everyone else is after the same thing. Now, you could say that leads you to things that are bland. Like, everyone wants to watch the Marvel movies. Are they the best movies? No. But they're, they're fine. They're fine. Are Rolex the best watches? No. But they're fine. And I think if you choose to go for those that brand because that's the one that everyone else picks and you genuinely enjoy it and you have a collection of them, I would still see that as being... You're a watch collector. You have a collection of watches. Sure, and you know, I guess there's there's more of a challenge in in collecting something that everybody wants that's quite sought after and there's rarity. There's not really a challenge in 
collecting stuff that is readily available and abundant <laughs> and everywhere. Like, yeah. Back to your stone collecting analogy. If you collected just the standard pebble that you find yeah. on an everyday beach, it's exactly, not much of a collection. Yeah. You've just taken no. the beach home. Yeah. You want the, sh- the shiny black. Is that onyx? What's going on there? Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beach glass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. That's that one sorted. Well, how about this one, Tom? Uh, people say that Rolex are bad value, i.e. the amount you pay versus what you actually get in terms of quality and complication are very disparate. Do you think that as a reason would prevent someone who has a selection of Rolexes in their homes from being a proper watch collector? If you're collecting them from a standpoint that you want the most complicated, best finished, craziest technical watches around you're probably barking up the wrong tree with rolex but you know again if if you're happy with that that's fine (laughs) yeah and i think really that kind of summarizes this conversation does someone who buys rolex um predominantly or exclusively are they a true watch collector ultimately the question is why does it matter to other people what someone else collects and how they define that. Sure. A person defines their own collection. They collect what they want to collect, whether that is influenced by their entirely unique decision-making or influenced by the general populace. They choose to collect what they want to collect. We don't collect other people's collections for them. I think Mm. live and let live, appreciate someone else's collection for the, the joy that it brings them and enjoy your own collection for the specificity of what you enjoy collecting so i would say for all of those different categories those people who have a collection of rolex for any of those reasons it is still a collection they are still collecting watches just because it's not a a a means of collecting that aligns with your own doesn't mean that theirs is wrong and doesn't mean that they are not a collector let people enjoy what they want to enjoy i say Uh, And I would say, perhaps instead of looking to see whether other people are collectors, look to yourself to see if you're a gatekeeper and if you are standing in the way of other people getting to enjoy something that they like. And perhaps if you are a gatekeeper, let me know down in the comments why you are and what your motivations are. What do you think, (laughs) dear viewer and listener, about watch collecting and Rolex in particular? Let me know down in the comments below. Uh, Thank you so much for watching. If you do fancy a watch that's not a Rolex, you'll see a selection below the video, fresh from watchfinder.com. Thank you very much, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 